the Tree podcast. Hello, 3OT friends. Welcome to another episode of the Three on the Tree podcast. I'm Casey, here with Davis, and uh, Ian is only partially here. He's got a he's got a heating pad on his uterus because it's just kicking him right now. <laughs> right, right. Aunt Flo's uh, in to visit, and it's not treating him well. Yeah, my he bent hurt. over at the waist to tie his shoes instead of bending his knees, and he just ripped <laughs> himself all up. I always the, 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 the vaginal wall is inflamed. <laughs> so uh, we took a. <laughs> so we took a we took a week off last week because I was in China, Davis was in the Virgin Islands, and Ian was putting salve on his lady parts. Yep. So uh, we just took a little time off, but uh, we are here. And ready to recap our international adventure. Chubbs, I'll let you go first because I, I have a feeling your stories will be a little bit more interesting than mine. Um, so, first and foremost, what was the weirdest thing you saw? The weirdest thing I saw? Um, yeah. I don't know. You know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't as shockingly weird as I thought it might be, or as people like make it out to be before you go. Like before you go, everybody's like, "Uh, oh, oh be careful what you eat!" Ha ha ha! Wolf, wolf, meow! Ha ha ha! But uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're friends with a bunch of douchebags. <laughs> if that's how they sound. Well, yeah, yeah. No, they they do that kind of stuff. But um, no, it was good. Uh, we started off in Beijing, and then went to Shanghai. Shanghai is like, uh, you know, real nice, westernized, very clean. You know, we stayed in the central business district, so everything's very polished and stuff. Beijing, not so much. Um, there's a lot of trash everywhere, and uh, where there's not trash, there's dog turds, or in some cases. There's dog turds under the trash or above the trash. <laughs> There's dog turds everywhere, dude. Really? Yeah. Everybody has a dog. Nobody owns a leash or a poop scoop. <laughs> oh, that's that's exciting. So like, if you uh, stray from the sidewalk, you, it's a literal landmine field. Litter? Is that supposed to be some type of shitty pun? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Poop pun. There we go. <laughs> you didn't see any, like, any street food? Any street food? I ate some street food. Was it dog turd? What is happening? That, is well, that like a his bone? little tap dancing dog is, is walking backwards through the house again. <laughs> well, he broke through the door. Like, I had it most of the way shut, so, like, he would leave me alone so I could do this. He just burst through. He's jamming me up. Hi, buddy. We're happy to see you. He's been super depressed all week. Yeah, this is this is now a four on the floor with a special guest host. Fucking 
retard of the dog. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think I. I didn't really eat anything too well. There was some weird stuff. Uh, I ate tripe one day, which is horrible. If you ever get the chance to eat tripe, just pass or feign sickness or just leave. Whatever. I'm just no. You might offend somebody, but those aren't the kind of people you want to hang around with, anyways. People who eat I'm tripe sure. and get offended. Is it, is it official? Is tripe uh, the the lining of the udder? <laughs> the udder. No, I think it's I like it stomach, stomach or... Is that what I it is? stomach. Yeah. Did nobody yeah, lining of stomach. And udders aren't stomach, despite popular opinion. <laughs> Little milky stomach. Um, no, but... for like weight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like weird stuff. a honeycomb looking thing. It looks like a squid leg, and it tastes like uh, an onion had sex with a piece of licorice. It's just, it's just vile. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, so yeah, I had that. Um, they make these like deceptive-looking uh, bean treats. I don't know what to call them, but they're like made out of bean paste, and they look like they're gonna be like a dessert or like a little Debbie or something like that. And then you bite into it, and it's bean. It's disgusting. <laughs> like one big bean or just like smashed bean? It's like smashed beans made into the so shape like, of like a cake or a cookie to fool children. So it's like a like a refried bean roll. Like where it gets like dried out, the outside is crusty, and it's all gooey in the middle. Yeah, it's like it's that like the good. equivalent of like uh biting into play doh. Only it tastes worse. So that was gross. And then I okay. ate some weird stuff that was good. Uh, I ate some duck blood. Just drank it was, blood? Uh, no, it's like it's like congealed into cubes. It was in some sort of soup. And I ate some of that. Oh, that's fucking disgusting. I didn't know what it was when I ate it. Only after I ate it did the, was the guy like, oh, yes, this duck blood. How do they get it into the cubes? Oh, it congeals when you add duck semen to it. So, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a salty, tangy sort of thing. Ugh. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, they it's have, a crazy uh, place. They have corkscrew penises. <clears throat> I've heard that, but uh, I've never actually seen one. Me neither. Can you Google image that? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Duck cock. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it, I'm actually going with duck cock to see. Huh. It's just going to be some sort of duck chicken hybrid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, bad. oh. <laughs> they're long. That is long for a duck. I I'm super excited for like. If you type in duck cock, like the second image that comes up is like a drawing of a dude who's <laughs> naked, like... and he's holding on to his dong, which is like this giant like head of a duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Well, I gotta see that for myself. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't, I don't see that. You must have a special search engine. 
The uh, the Google Images duck cock. <laughs> that that thing is every bit as bad as it sounds. So it's disgusting. Yeah, and you ate one of those. That's crazy, man. No, I didn't eat a duck. Penis. Well, you did though. <laughs> any any bird that they serve, if it's a duck, if it's a chicken, whatever, it still has the head on it, so it comes out like looking at you. Usually has like a really uh, desperate, horrified look on its face. Well, you, you can't cook that off. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cook a smile onto that bird. Uh, it's usually, just that's like ah, it's over. Yeah, man, that place is nuts, though. Um, Shanghai, especially. I didn't get a good look at Beijing from the air, but like when you fly into Shanghai, it's it's like you know how you when you fly into L.A., it just sprawls like forever through that valley. Yeah. Shanghai is like way bigger than that, and every building is like twenty stories high or bigger. <laughs> oh no! Is this the? Is this the? <laughs> <laughs> Just the proud look on this guy's face. <laughs> this huge duck cock. Oh my gosh. Swan. Yeah. The uh, okay. How so do you make the, this available for the listeners? They need this. I, I I will I will I will apply to the uh to the Facebook site. Excellent. Uh but <laughs> okay. So when you when you create a file you have to name it and uh, the name of this file that that someone else uploaded was Swan Cock Maybe Duck Dick Your Argument Might Be Invalid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, somehow, uh, that's that's where we're at. That's where we're at with uh, Swan Cock. <laughs> so, yeah. What was I saying? No, you were saying something about the sprawls of Beijing. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just goes on forever, Shanghai and it's all bad. like high-rise. I was barely building. listening, says, laughing at this fucking duck cock. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was, uh, how was your trip, bud? Um, assuming that you're talking to me, uh, yeah. it was pretty good. My, It wasn't me, because I only took a trip to my couch and watched Breaking Bad all week. He took a trip to the pharmacy to get some pampering. Yeah. <laughs> and to work and back home to take my pampering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ice your labia. <laughs> yeah, uh, but so no, how was your trip, you pud? It, it was good. It was good. I had a really good time. Um, but, I mean... It's it's such a different atmosphere, different mindset out there. Um, I I did because uh, I mean we we had nine people total uh, between myself, uh, my mother and stepfather, my sister and her husband, my stepsister and her husband, and my stepbrother and his girlfriendish fiance. That's a story for a different time. Um, so, I mean, between the nine of us, you know, there was a lot of coordination. So, you know, in the mornings I would do a little bit of, of work just to make sure that nothing was on fire. 
Um, but outside of that, it was a very relaxed, uh, very booze-filled, fun time. Very booze-filled. Nice. Uh, yeah, but it, I don't know. It was just a, it was a good time. Um, like, generally, uh, how it goes is you wake up and you go out to breakfast and you have a Bloody Mary or a mimosa or something like that. A coffee drink with some type of rum in it kind of kind of gets you going uh, from there you stop at a store you grab some some beers from there you head out to a an amazing 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 beach uh, set up camp and you just kick back some beers and hang out with people and talk and bullshit and uh, fall asleep like a bitch, which is what I did a couple times. Uh, <laughs> Not in the sun, I hope. No, no. Uh, I was always I was pretty good, except for like one of the last one of the last times that we went out to the beach. Uh, like I put on like my sunblock and shit, and I'm drinking some beers. And then, you know, a little siesta right quick, and then drink some more beers, and then splash around in the water, and then back in for beer, and then whatever. And then, like, throughout the throughout the course of the events, like, it, it just started wearing off. So, like, I did get, like, a little burnt, uh, you know, just on, on some parts of me, but for the most part, uh, I ended up pretty good. I was, I was pretty all right with that. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, my stepsister Katie got absolutely annihilated by the sun. So she is probably not happy about that. <laughs> she got some some sweet uh, tanning boils. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a very unique way of putting it, but yeah. Yeah. It's like when you pop them and all the tan gets out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so <laughs> aside from that, like, you know, everyone's pretty pretty smart because it's it's just so fucking hot, and the sun's so fucking there. Like, no one no one goes without sunblock, you know. <laughs> like, there's some people there's some people on the beach that were like leather, straight up leather, and and those are people that can get away with like a small amount of sunblock. Everyone else is like, "Holy fuck! If you're if you're going outside, put sunblock on. That's it. That's all there is to it. Or wear a rash guard or something." Yeah, they probably own Harley's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they already got that good. Uh, they got that good melanoma base coat. Right. Right. <laughs> comes with ownership. Yeah. Once you're a Harley owner, your skin just turns into one big mole. (laughs) (laughs) They swap out your bed for a food dehydrator. (laughs) It slowly turns you into jerky. (laughs) You just just sleep in one of those jerky racks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Suck the water out of me. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, speaking speaking of Harley's, the okay. the dude that 
I was traveling with this week, he really wanted to go to the Harley store in uh, in Shanghai. So, you know, we're, we're talking about bikes and stuff, and I didn't realize he had a Harley at the time. So, you know, we're talking about bikes, and I was like, yeah, I'm not real big on Harleys. I think they sound like farts. And, <laughs> <laughs> So, not knowing that he had a Harley at the time, then I learned later, and I'm like, oh, well, that was rude. So, we we go out to, uh, we go to the front of the hotel, and we're trying to figure out where the Harley store is, and how to communicate to someone, we want to go to the Harley store. So, he's talking to the, the bellboy out front that speaks, like, just a little bit of English, and he's like, Harley Davidson, Harley Davidson. And he kind of like squats down and puts his hands up like he's riding a bike, and he's like, "Wop wop," you know, sounds like farts. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the only word of that that translated was farts because the kid just started laughing really hard. <laughs> so we got to the Harley store, and um, I got a Harley T-shirt, and I got my dad a Harley T-shirt. And uh, guess how much a Harley T-shirt in Shanghai costs? And and U.S. dollar bills? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, fifty each. Sixty-five. Mm, yes. But they get you because they're like, oh, it's you know eight hundred yen. And you're like, oh well, those are like basically worthless. So whatever. And then they get up there and start ringing me up. I'm like, $128, what? Oh, boy. Uh, you got bamboozled more than a Harley rider. <laughs> you don't even get uh, a sweet fucking bike out of it. You just look like a poser now. I got a t-shirt that'll get me punched, though, if I ever go to a Harley event. Because it has the big Harley eagle on it. Except his yeah. wings are a communist China flag. that's awesome i know that's why i bought it (laughs) why did you not buy me one of those right uh because i was my credit card was maxed after the first two (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that ought to get my ball bag pounded somewhere (laughs) that sounds pretty good that's a disgrace (laughs) No, it's from China. No, it's a disgrace. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, uh, that sounds like a good investment. I'm going to see if I can get one of those from Amazon. (laughs) If you find one on Amazon now, if you find one on Amazon now for like $10, I'm going to burn your house down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking faster than you can fly back. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it'll uh, be here tomorrow. It's funny going to the Harley store though over there because, like, you know what what works at the Harley store here, you know, in the U.S. It's uh, those old saddlebags, you know. Uh, you go over there and they've got like three or four cute little teenage Chinese girls in Harley gear, and it looks really out of place. But yeah, they're it's... they're actually friendly and nice. Which they're usually not at the Harley store in the U.S. Usually douchebags. Where, where'd you pick this up, Beijing? Uh, Shanghai. 
Surprisingly, uh, uh, I spelled that right. Huh. Hey, okay. good on you. I know. First and last time this year. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, that's good. So, your food was okay. Uh, my friend Bo was actually in China, I'd say like a few days before you were. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and and he makes a uh, he makes an effort to like find find the weird stuff. I mean, not not like crazy weird stuff, but like uh, some of the some of the foods that he saw was like pigtails and like whole frogs and stuff like that, like weird, seemingly inedible parts uh, that. I don't know that he was like I'm. I'm gonna take a picture of that, but there's no fucking way I'm gonna put it in my mouth. But it was uh, it was interesting. Yeah, I didn't see any of that nonsense. Uh, yeah. I saw sea cucumbers. They eat those. That's like a delicacy. <laughs> Supposedly, they taste like I don't know, gym sock extract. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, well, before we go too far, um, <laughs> there was a a Shanghai Harley Davidson shirt that went on eBay for sixteen thirty five. Dang it! <laughs> Sorry, it was used, so you know it naturally smelled like fucking hot ass. So yeah. don't even worry about it. <laughs> Well, it was so ridiculous that my credit, my bank flagged my card over it. They would like called me. They're like, uh, "You, you didn't spend a hundred and twenty-eight dollars on two T-shirts in in China, did you?" Yes, that was me. <laughs> oh, okay. We just thought that was an awfully stupid thing to buy, so we we stopped your card. No, it was it was me. You know. I don't know why your bank would stop you, because you buy the most frivolous, dumb shit in the world. What are you talking about? I don't about? know. I, I guess everything that you buy is stupid, <laughs> generally. <laughs> now that is not true. Uh, I, I'm uh-huh. a, I'm a, I'm a pretty frugal fellow these days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sure, 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 sure. Okay. Did we lose Clunk? Is he still here? Probably just muted himself. Um, I'm here. I just had some shit I needed to handle real quick. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> his camera's right. off, so I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about his pen 15. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to clean my dick. <laughs> Perfect. Well, emery cloth. Ultra orthodox style. I cleaned it with my own mouth. (laughs) (laughs) First, I sliced it and cleaned it with my face. Oh, bueno. (laughs) Oh, bueno. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm here. Don't worry, I'm here still. Uh, Chinese people like to drink. And uh, uh, I'm not a big drinker, 
So I had to try to avoid all that nonsense. But, um, uh, dude, Mike, <laughs> the guy I was with, they it was like their mission to just get him trashed. And he Is was there any way you really funny. Screen cap your message with that wine and put it on Facebook. Screen cap a message with what? Your message, your text message that you sent about the wine. Oh, you don't yeah. use condoms anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will burn your reproductive system right out of you. They they have this uh, the Chinese drink this weird white wine. They call it white wine. It's it's rubbing alcohol. It's worse. It's like rubbing alcohol that smells like rotten gummy bears. And like when they crack open a bottle, they can be in the other room and you can smell it. Like it is strong. <laughs> and dude, the stuff, man, it'll just. It, it, I I took a little sip of it and a patch of my pubes fell out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So they were they were hitting that stuff hard. It's called they call it Bijo. Like Bijo, Bijo. <laughs> and they have a word that's like means bottoms up. And so they're just, like, the drunker they get, the louder they get. And they're just screaming, like, this bottoms-up word, like, over the whole restaurant. Just just screaming it. And, dude, some of those people, I, I can't believe they could walk. They drank a lot of that stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, you develop a tolerance. I suppose so, yeah. They like to party. They like to drink, and they like karaoke. That's what they love. Now, I didn't. I didn't go do karaoke with them, but next time I'm definitely going to. Because that's why didn't funny. you do that? Because it was late, and because I'm an old man. That actually seems like I, I guarantee they're probably older. <laughs> yeah, they probably are. But dude, I shut down after about eleven o'clock. Like I'm, I'm, I'm turning in. I don't have any more in me. But next time I will. I'm going to go sing some, like, uh, 90s country songs and just just make a name for myself. Uh, <laughs> do they sing American songs? Yeah, they love American songs. Not, like, good ones. They like, like, Nicki Minaj and uh, Rihanna and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, they, they, they love that crap. Katy Perry... Taylor Swift, like all the pop stuff, they just they just eat up. Huh. There's a uh, karaoke place on uh, St. John's in Cruise Bay called, uh, well, it was called Castaways, and uh, it's called like the Dog Pound Cafe or some shit now. But everyone just kind of knows it as Castaways. It's just a change of ownership, so they change the name of it. Blah blah blah. Who really cares? Um, but yeah, my stepsister and her husband, Sweet Joe, uh, commonly go there on their tri- trips to uh, to the islands. And my stepsister it has salt and pepper down. Like you can't you can't fire a song past her that she doesn't know if it's salt and pepper related. Which is always I, uh, I know any salt and pepper songs. Uh, isn't Shoop? Yeah. Shoop? No, is that no? That was uh, that was TLC, wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, but I know she did that one last year. 
No, that's salt and pepper. Yeah. I know that I might be going to sea salt and pepper. Really? Was it salt? Was it salt and pepper? Yeah, it was. Shoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some big '90s show. Salt and Pepper's gonna be there. I'll definitely go over to that. That sounds like something to stay away from. Right. Awesome. (laughs) It's just like it's perfect, so you can just go have fun and be nostalgic. I remember uh, you went through a phase like two years ago where you were just pumping those '90s bro beats for a while. I love (laughs) '90s music. Pumping up you're the talking jam. about like you're talking about yeah pump up the jam you're talking about uh no that's what i call music or no what was it uh jock jams jock jams that's the one yeah <laughs> that's my shit you were just blasting them over xbox so you're going to go see salt and pepper maybe listen it's not <laughs> just salt and pepper coolio is there Oh, Which is definitely the first one to see. Fuck off. <laughs> Just one live performance of Gangster's Paradise would make my day. Okay, so <laughs> when is this? Is this in May? This is, uh... Let me find out. It's at the Knob. Or as idiots would call it, DT. Oh, so that's August. August 19th, that's a ways away. Idiots would call it. Uh, yeah, Tone Loke, Salt, Color Me Bad, Julio, and Rob Bass. And Kid and Play. Definitely going to see that shit. And many more. Well, uh, sweet Joe, because I know you're going to be listening, uh, you may have to take Katie there, because she would shit all over the place to see all those idiots. And that's something that you can do at DTE. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually permitted and uh, <laughs> encouraged. Job, where are you? The worst city in America, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> you just hate it? I hate Dallas, Texas. What a dump. Just <laughs> crowded and congested. It's like the worst place to drive in the world. I hate this place. In fact, it took me right. so long to get to Tyler that I had to stop in Dallas for the night, and I'm going to drive the rest of the way in the morning. Stupid place. Oh, guess what I did Friday on the way home? We stopped in Los Angeles, and so uh, the dude I was traveling with and I, we went to the comedy store. Okay. The one that uh, Joe there Rogan a I was talking about. Oh, you have? Yeah. It was fun. It was uh, the show that we saw. It was a whole bunch of people, but... The main ones were uh, Chris Hardwick was the head was like the headliner or whatever. Uh, David Spade was there, and oh gosh, Montez from Workaholics. Okay. And then, uh, did you ever see the Workaholics episode where they were they they were trying to catch a predator? The dude that was on the Justin Bieber forum. No. Oh, it's a great episode. So. But anyways, the guy that was the pedophile in that episode, he was there. And, man, it was just hilarious. It was a lot of fun. Actually, David Spade was fantastic. That dude is really funny. Huh. I don't think I mean, I've I'm ever sure seen a single stand-up by him. Yeah, he's just a funny dude. Talking about uh, having to go in and get his, his penis checked. 
Why? And a bunch of stuff. Because uh, he had a her he had two hernias, so he had to go in and get it operated on. Sounds like five year old Ian. Yeah, yeah. Except I don't think the doctor got him off. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not jump to conclusions. He could have. Yeah, how do you, you know? Could have. So, did you guys hear about the the woman who left her phone? The teacher left her phone down, and a student picked it up and found some some racy photos. No. And took took pictures of it and sent them out to a bunch of kids and shit. And she was forced to resign, and nothing was done to the student. Wow, really? So it was on her phone, her private device. The kid grabbed it stole the pictures off of it, shared them, and then she had to resign. Yeah. Why why does anybody become a teacher? I mean, it's I mean, it's obviously it was it was stupid for her to leave her phone sitting there unlocked. But something should happen to the student. I guess last I saw it was like twelve hundred students signed a petition saying to bring the student the bring the teacher back. Well yeah. They want to. Yeah, they want right. to add to this bank thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could stand to look yeah. at that all day. Yeah. Now. You're gonna have a bunch of people like holding like their cameras up and then glancing over and then back at the camera and like glancing over back at the camera. Like, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> I know where that goes. Man, that's, that's crazy though. What an odd response to that situation, just to fire the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they said. Uh, well, number one, don't have naked pictures of yourself on your phone. I mean, really, that's just like, as I nobody learned a single lesson from the fappening. <laughs> oh, I know there was a lesson to be gleaned in there somewhere. Hard to find. Just don't but take it's pictures in there. of yourself naked on your phone. Yeah, or yeah. or at that's all. That's just it. That's because the lesson. Somebody's gonna find them. Can you imagine? I was thinking about, about it the that? other day. Huh? Can we talk about that? No. Come on. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Come on. What What do I not know? You know. Oh, you know. About a certain someone leaving their camera around. You're going to have an epiphany here in a second. Yeah. No. I think we just need to talk about it. <laughs> just for a second. Let's just say um, a friend left their camera. He or she left their camera. And <laughs> I happen to accidentally see he or she's boner. <laughs> There's the right before. All right. Yeah. yeah. And no, we can't talk about it. <laughs> well, I thought it was I thought it was that he or she is like phone or something. No, I've never I've never discussed this with this person, so this is not how I want to broach the topic with them. And can we have to? Or, or can we maybe have them as a guest? We could just never broach the topic. That would be cool too. Are you gonna tell them yeah. that you sent the picture to your own phone? <laughs> you took pictures of it. I left I left mind. one for him so that we were square. 
Uh, brilliant. Very brilliant. Um, no, I think, I think it should at least be discussed at some point. Uh, oh, yeah. What about, what, if, what, what's the worst that could happen? That's, that's my question. What's the worst? Oh, somebody could be really embarrassed. Two people could be really embarrassed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids. Don't be taking your, your nudie pics on your phone or your camera and just leaving them around. You got to get rid of that. Yeah, because you might have one of your buddies just pick it up. Just go through yeah. it. Hey, a camera. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was his phone. No, it was a camera. Hmm. The camera just sitting on the coffee table. No big deal. Me really shit. Well, I'm gonna check out the photos. And I it wasn't I... very deep in there either. It was like two or three pictures back. Like, just did it right before you showed up. <laughs> the timestamp was like an hour and a half ago. Like just enough time for him to work it out before I get there. Oh. <laughs> hmm. He's just mushroom stamping everything. Can you imagine <laughs> how many naked pics a uh, geek squad must pirate off of people's computers? Yeah, I imagine it's a lot. They got in trouble at Did one really? point for that. Yeah, for downloading all the stuff onto like their own hard drives. Well, dude, you have to assume that like if you're taking your computer somewhere. They're looking through it. Oh, yeah. The first thing they open is your pictures. Yeah. <laughs> sure that's, of that. The, every every the Geek Squad manager just has a claw for a right hand because his, his muscles are just destroyed. <laughs> He's just back there tugging it to, to people's like private pics all day. But you know what? It's a crappy job, and that's one of the perks. So it's like... It's like makes up for them not getting health care. <laughs> like, what's your 401k plan like? Oh, it's it's not good. And by not good, I mean it's not there. But you get to look at everybody's naked pics. Like, yeah, so all day. Yeah. <laughs> get to check out he or she's boner. Just a not boner smorgasbord. <laughs> All you can eat boners. <laughs> so I don't know. It might be a little embarrassing, but wouldn't you feel better getting it out in the open? No. Clearing it out? Not at all. <laughs> it's a thing that happened, but maybe we'll forget someday. <laughs> maybe you will. I definitely will not. Hey. Did you know that Trump's wife wrote an erotic novel? I didn't. Yeah, uh, John Oliver was reading it during his segment. <laughs> and, oh boy, it's out there. Is it as trashy as everything else they do? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty well in line. Um, John Oliver had a great thing. Uh, I, I posted that on Facebook uh last week 
or while I was while I was out of town, um, he had a great segment on uh, Donald Trump and his new John Oliver's new thing is uh, bringing back Trump's real last name, which is not Trump. It's actually Drump. Drump. Yeah, Drump? There, there could. There could be an H at the end. Because, okay, uh, here's how all this got started. Um, Trump, a little, a, a while ago, had some type of uh, dust up with Jon Stewart. And uh, he was talking about how Jon Stewart should have never changed his last name and he should be proud of his heritage because Jon Stewart's real last name is something very Jewish. I don't remember what it is, but whatever. Goldstein Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something Berg. Uh, yeah. Goldstein Schmidt Berg. <laughs> but uh, after that, like, uh, John Oliver started, like, digging into the, the lineage of Donald Trump after after he said those comments and realized that, like, his family's last name was like Drumpf or something like that. Something very like uh, 1960s Batman live action uh, animation sound, you know? Drumpf. Yeah. Yeah, you could verb that. Yeah, exactly. I find it um, a little suspicious that someone is alleging that Donald Trump wasn't completely forthright. That that to me is a red flag, but I won't rule right. it out as a possibility. Uh, well, you know, that being said, the the entire segment that I posted, which I will gladly post again on the three OT site, um, not that we're we're here to push, uh, you know, political agendas or anything, but it's worth at least uh, getting out there. <laughs> well, we can't because our man Carson dropped out. So no. it left us with nothing. Nothing to yeah. push. Yeah, nothing to push. So, uh, that being said, we will uh, be anti-everyone else. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll definitely post that on there because it was it was very interesting to, to hear all these different parts, all these different uh, little Trumpisms that are really horrible. And no one's paying attention to. It's uh, it's good. It's healthy, very healthy. Did you? There's see another that? one too. Um, I think I think it was also on the John Oliver thing, or maybe it was somebody else's. I don't remember. But he's talking, talking about, about uh, Rubio making fun of saying that Donald Trump has small hands, and if he has small hands, he's he's most likely has a small penis. He said it in like. Uncertain terms, but uh, Trump was assuring everyone that there was there was no problem downstairs. And John Oliver said his penis must be about like a, a Cheeto with all the cheese dust pulled off of it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just that crinkly old broom handle. That's horrible. Yeah. 
No, the uh, the election's looking pretty bleak. Looking oh, real absolutely. bleak. But, I don't know. This is, might be my favorite election cycle because I've just embraced, like, the fact that I hate all of them. So... I've never, I've never not hated all of them, yeah. uh, but I got, I got some extra hate this time. I, I feel like this is really, really going in the wrong direction. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of, um, uh, again, I'm not trying to, you know, push any type of political agenda, but there's a lot of uh, Trump supporters who are not acknowledging a lot of the things that they embrace Trump for, uh, they're, they're not acknowledging the fact that like he has said the exact opposite mere moments before. So it's it's really kind of uh, it's kind of shitty. <laughs> I guess yeah, is a nice way it's ridiculous. It. I I don't understand. I don't understand the people who are pipe pumped about Trump. I don't understand the people who are somehow excited about Hillary. Like, there's just a lot of denial on every side of the fence right now. Even like, even like Sanders, you know, like his mess, his his thing is just getting tired. I think it's just a little suspicious with him that like every possible issue that young people are like, yeah, yeah, that. He just jumps right in the middle of, and he's always got like the 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 opinion that lines up with everyone under thirty, you know. I don't know. Right, I just like like he's actually going to get any of this stuff passed. Yeah, okay. well, it's you all can, just he can't pass it on his own stuff. No, and and I mean that's the that's the thing is like it's hard to even quantify like how important the president actually is. Like, they're more or less just a figurehead, and then Congress does all the, you know, all the dirty work. Yeah, and they get a vote. Right. Just their vote means Uh, a lot more than most people. One of the things that was mentioned in a a recent de-Trumping that I found was uh, how he's dealing with... uh, people like he's he's really attacking first amendment rights by saying he'll make it easier to sue the media so yeah if they basically talk shit basically yeah (laughs) if anybody says anything negative about him he's gonna sue him which is like his his angle for everything everything is oh I'll, i'll sue i'll sue i'll sue you can't do that. I'll sue. All this other crap. It it's uh, it's pretty disgusting. He embodies <laughs> so the he's worst, just making it easier for. He people embodies to the see. worst parts of America. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is this whole election cycle is just driven by, you know, voter anger. Everybody is just sick of like getting these establishment candidates that they have to pick from, you know, and they're sick of of people promising, like, lining up with the rhetoric at election time and promising this and that and the other, and then once they get into office, they don't do any of it. You know, like, people are just mad. So they're they're embracing, like, these extreme candidates 
you know, because they're they're outside of the the spectrum of the normal establishment people. You know, that's fine. I'll I'll throw my hat in the uh, in the bucket. I'll I'll be a candidate because I at least think I'm a little bit better than Trump. Yeah, at least a little bit. You'd bring a lot of energy to the uh, to the table. I would. It would. <laughs> it would be after a couple naps, but I would definitely, I'd definitely get there eventually. Possibly, possibly late. Well, you know what Trump's his big card that he's going to play once he actually gets the nomination and has to go against Hillary is. He's going to say, oh, I'm not taking a salary for any of this. I'm not taking medical benefits or anything like that. If you elect me, I'm doing this one pro bono. And I don't think the Clintons would ever agree to do that, so that'll be the big, that'll be like the big talking point. Hell no, they wouldn't. <laughs> Somebody else the did Clintons that. Do anything Ross, for free. Ross Perot? Yeah, he was the one during the mid-90s, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 So he he's gonna promise Bush. that as soon as he gets, Clinton. as soon as the race heats up a little more and he doesn't have this staggering lead against whoever it is, whether it's Ted Cruz or Hillary Clinton, that's his main opponent at the time. That's the card that he's gonna play. He's gonna go. Oh, I'm not, I won't take a cent from the taxpayers. And blah 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 blah. And people will just go. Oh my gosh, he's so he's so great. Well, uh, again, John Oliver already destroyed that whole segment because he talks about uh, his campaign and his campaign financing and how it's entirely self-funded, which A, it's not, um, and B, he, by funding it himself, he's allowed to treat it as a loan as opposed to a contribution. So he's just loaning himself money that he can get back out if he doesn't win. <laughs> Imagine that. He found a loophole? Yeah, which is, you know, very business savvy, great, but all that does is make him an asshole still because he's still lying about stuff. <laughs> uh. And I I just I don't know. I, I have a I have a hard time I have a hard time dealing with this. <laughs> Again, I've never been like, uh, well, you guys know me, uh, the rest of the world does not. I've never been uh, strong politically just because I, I kind of think the world's going to work the way the world's going to work. As you guys mentioned previously, you know, the president isn't the, isn't the be-all, end-all. It's a, it's a long list of assholes that we elect in or they get chosen by someone else to be in, and um, you know they're making all the decisions, and, and the president's somewhat of a figurehead in the situation. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really having a hard time with this one specifically. You and know, I, the thing that I listened to recently that like really kind of drove home the point is kind of an unlikely source, but like. Last podcast on the left, you know, they did a special on – it was like a three-part special on 9-11. And in part two, they go into a lot of the inner workings of what went on during 9-11. And basically, Dick Cheney, who is this like 
establishment hand-picked guy that just got thrown on George Bush's lap. Dude, Dick Cheney just took over that thing during 9-11. He was running the whole country. He was directing everything and stuff like that. And, you know, when you start you start looking at how much power some of these people who really aren't the people that you put in power have, it's it's insane. Like, the president is just a... Like I said, it's just a figurehead. He's a guy that, that cuts ribbons and hands out the, the key to the city and kisses babies. And the guys who are actually behind the scenes doing all the, the nitty-gritty stuff and you know putting earmarks into these bills and letting banks write their own legislation and stuff, like that's, that's Congress. And, dude, the, the general public has no interest in, in congressional elections. No, there's so many seats available for this uh, this election in Congress, and you, you don't hear anything about it because they're just letting this fucking circus take over the entire the entire media of of what everyone else should be focusing on. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's like a distracting theater while the real stuff is going on you know, right in front of people's eyes. Yeah. But the president is someone who represents uh, us. Oh, yeah. Say, say in the public eye. So it it does matter a little bit, I guess. Yeah. I just think, like, these people with pipe dreams about Bernie Sanders getting elected and, like, all of a sudden everyone gets a living wage and... You know, right. all the free. privatized prisons are closed down and stuff like that. Like, that's just not going to happen. Right. I think the privatized prisons thing needs to happen. Oh, yeah. There it should be no does. such thing. You Absolutely. shouldn't be able to profit from people going to prison. <laughs> you yeah. profit from murderers. And on top of that, we should probably stop throwing people in jail for for owning plant material. Right. We should probably stop throwing people in jail for owning any drug. Yeah. If you sell it to a kid, then yeah. But if if you're not selling it to kids, then you shouldn't be in prison for it. I think because that's pretty accurate. Fuck a government that says... Uh, tries to control what you can do with your own body. Unless of some, unless some way they can prove that they created my body, <laughs> then by all means, they own it. Ugh, ugh, I hate government. Right. <laughs> I think we have a lot of good ideas. I'm, Maybe we should I'm just afraid. do a a three O T dictatorship. I think between the three of us. We could probably get some stuff done. Not for that. Yeah. I mean, not early, but, you know, cut some around, budgets. around I know noonish. Some budgets we can cut. <laughs> yeah. Every congressman's going to make a lot less money. Well, that, a that lot would be less money. Well, I, I just read something about that today that they, um, they have not created a wage increase in like 20 years or something, but have increased their own salaries nine times in the same time span. 
Yeah, they're the ones who vote on it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even get a we don't even get a fucking say. No. They make well over six figures. And they I'd bitch say, that they don't I'd have enough well money to have a Yeah. Just under two. Just under two hundred K. And they say that uh, they don't have enough money to afford a fucking apartment in D.C. Well, fuck off then. Guess what? Move to D.C. like everybody else does with their goddamn job. <laughs> Did you see oh, the I'm guy? Sorry, you can't afford five houses. You can't be a Clinton. Did you see the guy a few years back from like, it was like maybe last year or the year before. He was from Montana or Wyoming or something, some Republican senator. And uh, he was he was living in his office, like he was sleeping in his office at the at the Capitol or whatever, because he didn't want to he didn't want to spend money on an apartment or anything. Which, you know what? It's weird, but man, if the guy's willing to do that to save a couple bucks and not charge it to his electorate or something, I mean, you know, hey, I'm fine with that. But uh, well, there is the a... other Democratic senators like just went after him because he said he was. He was cheating Washington D.C. out of property taxes by sleeping in his office. <laughs> like, oh, dude, you're exactly that mentality is 100% what's so annoying about you. Well, there is there is one thing that was brought up um, when we're talking about like the the dual dual placement thing. Um, there are a lot of I guess constituents that are they get a little bit feisty if their congressman isn't around. So I can see a little bit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say fully, but I can see a little bit while there may need to be two living establishments. Um, you yeah. know, one one for while you're at work. You know, Monday through Friday, but then at the end of the week you go back to you know, where you're elected from and take care of business there. They should have congressional dormitories I, I, and make a sitcom out of it, like all the shenanigans <laughs> that go on. Just yes. be like a bunch of old fat guys pranking each other and stuff. That would be hilarious. Uh, that would be hilarious. We do have good ideas. We do. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to vote for 3OT this year. <laughs> Me too. And if you could, po folks, you know, if you're feeling disenfranchised by the electoral process here, just, you know what? A vote for 3OT is a vote for freedom. That's that's what I would tell you. Pencil us <laughs> or, first, or if my anything, first. At what? least a funny sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> my first executive order would be to open up a congressional shantytown. <laughs> There you go. If you don't want to pay for an apartment, here, live in a tent. Yeah, Port-au-Prince style, like right after the uh, here's, right after the the earthquake. And I would feed them um, hot dog buns full of dog turds. <laughs> <laughs> but they can but dip it in Diet Coke first. I was just gonna say free Diet Coke. <laughs> We're not monsters. No, get it down quick and easy. <laughs> You have three more turd dogs to eat. <laughs> uh, 
T yeah. for collective president. I, I think that's I think it's solid. All right, I feel like we've given the audience enough. Uh, I'll at least write myself. <laughs> I feel like we've given the audience enough really solid ideas for them to to sit and simmer with for a while. So maybe we ought to close this up on that uh, riveting note. Yes. All um, right, folks. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, find us on iTunes, Facebook, Podbean. We're on one of them, obviously. So <laughs> the other two, whichever two you're missing, find us on there. And, uh, yeah, don't forget to pencil us in this November. So... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning that's, in. Uh, that's also what Casey closes all of his love notes with. Don't forget to pencil me in. <laughs> I am for sure putting three on the tree podcast. I'm penciling that in. Me too. Yeah. That's going to happen. We're going to uh, get at least three votes. Yeah. Actually, uh, Casey is going to be in Michigan. Uh, what? Next week? Next week. Yeah, yeah, so I will pencil you in then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to stuff my pencil in your futon. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Spill some ink. All right, everyone. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Have a great adventure. Have a great night, folks. See ya.